For our communion meditation, uh, please open up to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, we'll be reading um, verses 1 through 6. Now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples that he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. And when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said to him, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Let's pray. Dear Lord, help us to draw out your teaching from this passage. Help us to see your word to us this morning as we prepare to take communion. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope this passage will be a good help for us uh, as we prepare for communion. And there are two things that I'd like for us to look at this morning. First of all, this passage will show us that, that a holy man, a prophet even, can be weak in his faith sometimes. And secondly, I'd like for us to see that God will graciously help His children. And here we'll see the specific way that He does it is by His Word and helpful things that point to His Word. Okay, so first, a holy man, a righteous man can be weak in his faith. Men and women of faith sometimes lack faith. We see many examples of this in the Bible. Good men and women who have a lack of faith and they may be punished by the Lord, but they are not utterly cast out. And you can think of Sarah, who was promised a son in her old age and laughed to get God's messenger regarding the promise. And actually, John the Baptist's father, Zacharias, the same type of thing, was punished for a while, but was not ultimately cast out. And you can think of Thomas at the end of, uh, of John, John chapter 20. Now, there are degrees of faith, and faith is not constant. That's why it needs to be cultivated and watered. And we need help, and there is only one who can help us. Well, let's take a look at John the Baptist, a few things about him. First, he came from holy parents. Zacharias and Elizabeth were both blameless in the law. That's what the Bible says. Now, um, let's talk about this for a minute. You, you, you may have some question about this. How can they be blameless? I thought nobody was righteous. There's none righteous. All are sinners. Well, Matthew Henry helps us with this. He says, though they were not sinless, yet they were blameless. Nobody could charge them in any openly scandalous sin. So that's the way that they were righteous, both Zacharias and Elizabeth. So he came from holy parents. He was a prophet. He was one predicted in the Old Testament, announced by an angel, and confirmed in Christ. He was predicted in the Old Testament, Isaiah 43. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. 
and he was announced by Gabriel in Luke chapter 1. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And he was affirmed by Jesus Christ. So let's read um, back to Matthew chapter 11. Let's read verses 7 through 10. And as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing clothing are in kings' houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. So he came from holy parents. He was a prophet. And he was regenerate in the womb. Luke 1.15 says, For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. So he came from righteous parents. He was a prophet, regenerate in the womb. He spoke the truth consistently, called people to repentance, even calling leaders to repentance, which ultimately cost him his life. So this is the man we have, John the Baptist. Now, a few considerations. First of all, prophets are not perfect. The words that prophets speak when they are giving us Scripture are perfect. But beyond that, they are not perfect. John the Baptist is in prison, and prison is different then than it is today. You may not come out. You may not get a fair trial, and it's very trying in there. And what we have here in John is not apostasy. He's not turning his back on the Lord. He's asking some genuine questions. It is, it is um, a lack of faith, but it is genuine questions. And he's not turning away from, from the Lord. John knows that Jesus came to free the prisoners, and yet he's in prison. There's going to be some natural questions there. And that's the way life is. We, we have circumstances that we, that we look and we say, I don't see how this lines up with the promises of the Lord. These are things that the Lord understands. So John the Baptist has some questions. He has some questions of the man that he baptized. Now we need to see how Jesus answers him. Let's read verses 4 through 6 again. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Now what is this? What is up with this list? Is it just a list? of things that Christ is doing? Yes, but it is more than that. You see, John knows this list. It's almost like a code to him. Now, I have to be careful here. I'm not saying the Bible is a code. It's very plain. We can, we can see it and read it plainly. But he's going to know, John the Baptist is going to know what Christ is saying. The blind see? 
Isaiah 35, 5 says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The lame walk, Isaiah 35, 6. Then the lame shall leap like a deer. The lepers are cleansed, Isaiah 61, 3. It gives beauty for ashes. The deaf hear, and that day the deaf shall hear the words of the book, Isaiah 29, 8. The dead are raised. The dead are raised is not a direct, as direct of a, of a specific prophecy. But throughout the Old Testament, the resurrection of the dead is a theme. And we do see some evidence of it, like um, when Elijah raises the widow's son or when Elisha raises the Shunammite's son. The poor have the gospel preached to them. The Spirit of the God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good things to the poor. Isaiah 61.1. The point is this. He's speaking to John in terms of the Word. And when we want to make a point, when God wants to make a point to us, the Word of God reigns supreme. There's no more convincing argument. But sometimes we need some help to come to the Word. And that's why He gives us the signs, the tangible things that help us to see the Word. Now, the Bible is not saying that it is okay to have a lack of faith. Whatever is without faith is sin. And turning your back on the Lord definitely has consequences. So we're not saying to turn your back on the Lord here. Absolutely not. Please don't. But God is gracious with those of us who lack faith. Even those who the Lord has given great faith to. So I ask you, look to His Word, because He's willing and able to restore your understanding to be in line with reality. He is willing and able to restore us by reminding us of what He has done, of His Word, and He does that in tangible ways, and and the table is one of those ways. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank You for bringing John the Baptist to turn our hearts. A righteous man whom you use to make the pathway straight. We praise you for all the signs that point to the promises in your word. Help us to seek you. Help us to seek your word and increase our faith. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.